0: Guide to the Unknown is happy to introduce you to The Midnight Library. The Midnight Library is not just a show, it's a place you can go, especially if you've ever felt like you don't always quite fit
1: in. Follow dashing Mr. Darling into the rich, dark atmosphere of The Reading Room. Take a cozy seat by the fireplace and pat a wolf pup while your mysterious host, Miranda Merrick, tells you compelling tales of everything from mythical islands to human, leather-bound books. Enjoy a treat from the hospitality tray, if you're the daring kind but never go beyond the cordoned-off areas.
0: Now I'm jealous of your, like, theatrical voice. Damn get, it. Get theatrical. Right. Go, go. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Okay. The Midnight Library is a place unlike any other because you are welcomed in as a guest to be entertained. But... You may quickly begin to believe that danger lurks all around you, that your kind-hearted hosts are much more than they appear to be, and the library is filled with more than just endless shelves of forbidden books, which is barely true. Everyone and every in the Midnight Library will be so pleased to have you visit safely, no matter what you may have heard, in the village...
1: See, you you got it. You can do this. Not
0: bad. Uh, Still, I pale in comparison. Drama. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Macabre. Yes.
1: The enjoyment of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Just kind of it helps it come out of you. You gotta sink your teeth into it. Yeah. Uh, not unlike Miranda. So you're gonna hear a clip from the Midnight Library in just a second, but Miranda is really theatrical, really fun, and there's this really awesome sound design to everything. There's nice music, atmospheric noises, and I would say it's it's like a cozy kind of podcast. It's a cool storytelling sort of vibe yeah. with like lots of extras to really get you in there
1: yeah there's nothing better than having a a, a full being ensconced you are ensconced you're ensconced that's exactly yes sink into it everybody Uh so enjoy this quick and cozy visit to the midnight library that's sure to whet your appetite for more
2: 200 miles off the western coast of ireland in the deep north atlantic ocean The island of High Brazil has, or had, been known to exist, and then not to, only to come back into view as real as I am to you. Well, uh, as real as you are to yourself this very moment. Visible on clear days from the Irish mainland, And, certainly from arriving and departing ships, the island was there, and then not. That's just the thing you see. In time, the mystical circular land was said to only appear every seven years. And briefly at that, people swore to this lore down to declaring that it precisely reappeared on the seventh day of the seventh month, every seven years. Shrouded in sea mist, gleaming in the morning sunlight, covered in majestic mountains and sacred forests, the island came and went, or could perhaps only be seen by those who believed in it, One thing is certain, there were those who sincerely wrote of their visits there. Celtic folklore about the island is filled with stories that the small chunk of land is inhabited by such things as a glorious king, enchanted fairy realms, or is, or was, the final abode for the souls of the dead and possibly even a clandestine dimension of advanced beings. Well, all of this fancy talk and otherworldly rumor of the actual existence of the island is very difficult to give any credence to at all. But there are, of course, the maps. The maps themselves are beautiful and enchanting, with detailed, hand-drawn, masted ships, with their sails billowing in the Atlantic winds. From the choppy, cresting waves, dreamy sea monsters and mermaids emerge upon the Old World-style maps. Some include glorious depictions of the constellations the ancient mariners should look for to aid them in keeping their bearings. It is just so interesting that as far back as the year 1325 there were official printed maps by noted Italian cartographer Angelino Delsert, or possibly Delorto, who was trained to make maps in the Portolan style, meaning they focused on the locations of ports and harbors since mostly seagoing ships were using these maps. And any nearby port was of the utmost importance and could mean the difference between life and death for those traveling upon the sea. The preserved antique Delorto map clearly displays the disc-shaped spot of land and the word Brazil beside it. I will tell you now, dear guests, that although it is an easy assumption to make, that High Brazil, spelled with an S, is not named after nor in honor of the country of Brazil, spelled with a Z. In fact, High Brazil has seemed to have undergone its own nominative evolution, independent unto itself and is thought to have existed a thousand years before the Portuguese discovered the nation of Brazil. There is, however, a strikingly odd similarity that has led some to speculate that it was actually the country that was somehow named after the island because the country of Brazil's flag Being a blue circle split directly in half by a pronounced white strip is how high Brazil's topography is often portrayed. Hmm. One of the most fascinating features of the island, as it is shown on early maps, is that it is artfully displayed as a bisected circle, with a channel of water or river dividing two halves of the round island. A 1339 map describes the island as being distinctive with the quote, "...a strikingly round form, often divided by a channel." This is a huge detail for a place that is uncertain to exist. Another map from the year 1457, known as Toscalini's Chart, documents the island in the same location in the Atlantic just southwest, off the coast of Ireland. A then holy man, St. Brendan, who was venerated for his many voyages and was rumored to have reached the shores of America before Christopher Columbus, was said to have visited the small island, and returned home with tales of its astounding beauty, calling it the Promised Land. By this time, the island had already begun to be talked about for its mythical characteristics. Gossip spread of sailors on board their tall ships, being able to barely see the island through curtains of heavy fog, and to hear its bells tolling over the churning waves, but never being able to reach its shores, no matter how they set their sails. But we know a place that you can easily reach. Tonight's reading in the Midnight Library is brought to you by the Broom and Fang Pub. Come by yourself or invite your gang. Come one, come all to the Broom and Fang. They serve normal people, but odd ones too. Just don't talk about it, whatever you do. Bus driver, banker, goth, or vampire. This bar is the place for your evening retire. Meet witches, meet warlocks, meet happy ghouls. Meet shifty creatures who bend all the rules. The Broom and Fang Pub is the cool place to be. Hear what I say, but you didn't hear it from me. Show up and grow up and party till dawn. But if anyone asks, don't you dare let on. You're welcome until you reveal the location, so keep your lips locked with this information. The Broom and Fang Pub is an unearthly venue. If you tell the outsiders, you'll end up on the menu. The Broom and Fang is holding a Midnight Library trivia night. What is the name of Mr. Darling's secret love child? Who visited Miranda and was given a venomous kitten to play with? What's Irma's favorite game? Where is the broom and fang? Maybe don't answer that one. See you this Friday night, my guests, at the Broom and Fang Pub. Remember, dear guests, we've never told a soul about any such thing as the broom and fang. In the famous words of a friend of ours from Oz, not nobody, not know how.
0: <laughs> so there you have it. Listen to the Midnight Library wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at midnightlibrarypod.com.
1: And be sure not to be overdue, or the cursed twins of Guide to the Unknown will come after you.
0: Ha 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 William. You did, too. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Go listen. Goodbye. Bye.